This week, campaigner Vicky Phelan passed away. And in many respects, she's a woman that none of us should ever have heard of if the state screening service had properly done its job. But we did, and ultimately she's changed healthcare in Ireland. So let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Welcome to Let Me Explain. And this week, across News Talk and across Ireland, we've been paying tribute to the remarkable woman who was Vicky Phelan. But the reason she came to fame in the first place is a sad, complicated, and difficult tale. So, in this podcast, we're going to focus just on the background. Why did Vicky Phelan have to campaign, and what is cervical check? I suppose the first thing to say is that, look, Cervical Check has actually done a lot of good work over the years. It's the part of the HSE that's charged with running cervical screening tests. And cervical screening is not in itself a test for cancer, but it's a test which can show if someone is at risk of developing cancer. And until 2020, this was done through what's called a smear test. That test took cells from the cervix and examined them to see if any of those cells are abnormal. If abnormal cells were found, then patients may have had what's called a colposcopy, which is basically a look at the cells in the cervix using a special dye and then treatment to remove those cells. After that, there would be another test for HPV, which is the human pamploma virus. If someone didn't have HPV, then actually nothing further would be done, as the chances of developing cervical cancer without HPV are very low. Since March 2020, since, you know, two years after all this scandal really came to light, that system has now totally changed and is a bit more accurate. The way it works now is that the test for HPV is done first. And if that is present, the samples from the woman are examined for abnormal cells and then women go on for treatment. And this way of doing it has a few benefits. One, it means that women who don't need colposcopy aren't getting it unnecessarily. And it's also more accurate. And this is an important point to understand. I mean, screening, it's not perfect. It does not catch every case there are slides uh, of cells that can be borderline that could be read one or two different ways maybe don't quite show up as clearly one way or the other as we would all like them to that that is what screening is so it does not catch every single case which may develop to be cancer the hse says if a thousand people are screened around 20 of them will have abnormal cells on the old smear test 15 of those 20 would have had their abnormal cells identified, five would be missed and may develop cervical cancer. Under the new HPV system, 18 of the 20 will have the cells identified and two will not. So that's going from a 75% to a 90% accuracy rate. Again, not completely accurate. It is not a 100% perfect system, but it is the most effective system that we have. And Vicky Phelan was someone who was strongly supportive of screening even after her experiences. Indeed, it was her own regular attendance for cancer screening that ultimately shed light on this entire controversy. Dan Corla, as Taoiseach on behalf of the state, I apologise to the women and their loved ones who suffered from a litany of failures in how cervical screening in our country operated over many years. I do so having listened to many of those affected, and I do so guided by the Scali Inquiry Report. Today we say sorry to those whose lives were shattered. We say sorry to those whose lives were destroyed and to those whose lives could have been different. 
We know that cancer screening programs cannot detect all cancers, but we also know that many failures have taken place. We are sorry for the failures of clinical governance, sorry for the failures of leadership and management, sorry for the failure to tell the whole truth and to do so in a timely manner. What led to that apology in the doll from then Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar? Well, the story really starts in 2008. Cervical check was set up to provide the screening that I've just talked about. In 2011, Vicky Phelan went for a routine smear test. The result came back clear, showing no abnormalities. Three years later, in 2014, Vicky Phelan again goes to be tested after she had some concerning symptoms and a colposcopy is scheduled. Two days later, she gets a phone call informing her that she has cancer. Further tests reveal the cancer has spread beyond her cervix, meaning that a hysterectomy to remove the cancer, remove the womb, can't be carried out and she instead must undergo radiation and chemotherapy. At this point, an audit of her previous test, the one from 2011, from three years earlier, is carried out as part of a wider review of test results within cervical check. And that found that in 2011, Vicky Phelan was given an incorrect all-clear, a false negative. Instead, the test was in keeping with what's called squamous cell carcinoma, basically the most common type of cervical cancer. Now, one of the key points, though, is that this information was not shared with anyone by cervical check. At the time, in 2014, its policy was that the information should only be used for educational and training purposes. That changed in 2016 when the screening programme decided to share the audit results with treating doctors. So to admit to the doctors that something had gone wrong or something had been misread. But even then, Vicky Phelan wasn't told about her incorrect results. Her clinician and cervical check spent about a year arguing over whose responsibility it was to inform Vicky and the other women who had incorrect results about the mistake. Eventually, in September 2017, she learns the truth. Three years later, doctors have been told to add the information to a patient's records and to use their own judgment in whether to inform them they had an incorrect result. Sadly, Vicky Phelan shortly afterwards was told that her cancer had returned and that this time it was terminal. Remember, at this stage, none of this was public and many of the women or their next of kin still didn't know about the incorrect test results. Many of these tests were sent abroad to be analysed and it took a high court case from Vicky Phelan against the US-based lab processing the results to bring it to light. She was asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement in exchange for a significant payout and much hinged on that decision. But ultimately, she refused to sign and settled the case for €2.5 million. Euro. Her speech on the steps of the four courts really changed everything. There are no winners here today. I am terminally ill and there is no cure for my cancer. My settlement will mostly be spent on buying me time and on paying for clinical trials to keep me alive and to allow me to spend more time with my children. If I die, and I truly hope that won't be the case, the money will provide for my family. The women of Ireland can no longer put their trust in the cervical check programme. Mistakes can and do happen, but the conduct of cervical check and the HSE in my case and in the case of at least 10 other women who we know about is unforgivable. To know for almost three years that a mistake had been made 
and that I was misdiagnosed is bad enough, but to keep that information from me until I became terminally ill and to drag me through the courts to fight for my right to the truth is an appalling breach of trust. And I truly hope that some good will come of this case and that there will be an investigation into the cervical check program as a result of this. It became clear really quickly after that that her story was not an isolated one. 221 women were identified as having audit results incorrectly reported. Vicky Phelan, Stephen Teep and Lorraine Walsh set up the 221 Plus group to provide support for the women or their families in cases when those women had already passed away. So ultimately, this scandal was about women wrongly being given the all clear, but also not being told about it. A process former Health Minister Simon Harris says cervical check botched. And in many cases... It was life or death. Had Vicky Phelan found out in 2011 about those cancerous cells, there was a 90% chance she would have survived. Instead, she passed away aged just 48. Early detection is absolutely key with cancers. And the actions of Vicky Phelan and others since have now led to change. The new lab for processing HPV tests is set to open in Ireland this year, meaning tests won't be sent abroad once it's scaled up. Legislation requiring mandatory open disclosure of things like audit results is going through the Oireachtas and more of a light's been shone on cervical cancer, which is important because this is a preventable disease. Australia looks set to be the first country to eradicate cervical cancer this decade through a combination of vaccination and screening. So it is possible and something like that could be achieved in Ireland in time as well. Thanks for listening to Let Me Explain. Obviously, look, this is a topic with tons of nuance and sensitivity around it. I've only touched on the bare bones of the story. Uh, There is much more that you can read about, that you can do the research on, what happened in cervical check, all the different cases that have gone on, some of which are, are just so incredibly sad and women who really, really should be with us and should be alive that we should never have heard of and they should be able to enjoy lives with their family now but unfortunately that isn't the case and I, I don't believe particularly with the passing of Vicky Phelan someone who led the charge I just don't believe it's something that should ever be forgotten in order to avoid it happening again thanks for listening to the podcast don't forget to subscribe and to check out Frank Graney's new season of Inside the Crime looking at the Charles Self murder in the 1980s that's a really fascinating story as well John Kill was the editor this week with Lachlan Hart on sound we'll chat to you next week <laughs>